Hi there, welcome to Garage Night, Retro Tech Edition. This week we're going to be discussing the Carter Car. The Carter Car was an automobile manufacturing company founded by Byron J. Carter. Byron J. Carter was formerly an employee of the Jackson Automobile Company, but had a disagreement with their management due to the choice of transmissions that they were using. Byron J. Carter uh, had a very unique and interesting approach to transmissions. He saw that grease and uh, and lubrication for uh, the modern transmissions of the day, which were all gear-driven, was very expensive and required repacking quite often. He knew that you could buy fibrous uh, paper much cheaper than grease. So he thought, rather than using these gear-driven transmissions, why not use a friction-driven transmission? So he developed what would be the forerunner of the CBT, um, which was called the friction drive transmission. Now picture, if you will, on the back of an engine where the clutch usually would be, there's a large drum. This large drum is rotating as, as it typically would, and adjacent to that drum, I guess uh, perpendicular to that drum, there is a wheel, a transverse mounted axle. And this transverse mounted axle then pushes against this rotating drum, and the change in pressure changes how much slip that drum uh, experiences. So essentially, you're running a, uh, a wheel on the, on the tangential part of, a, of another wheel, kind of perpendicular to one another. It's a very interesting, interesting way of, of uh, power transmission and does not have a lot of uh, contact surface for, for uh, um, uh, slip to not occur. Um, so as you can imagine, with this system being fully exposed, it was very prone to slippage and changing in, ele- and change in elements, but also very easy to drive. So the Carter car used a simple lever that the user could basically use to change the rate of engagement of the friction drive. So the further this lever was pushed forward, the more the friction drive would engage and the faster you would go without really changing the engine RPM or throttle position. So you could essentially set your engine RPM and gradually increase the friction pressure against this drum and you would speed up and slow down. It's kind of similar to how the CVT behaves. Now the transmission that uh, the, the power was transmitted to the rear axle via chain and sprocket so as you can imagine, this car was very, very simple, had very few moving parts, and therefore it was, a be, it was able to be produced very inexpensively. Um, eventually, this led to General Motors buying them in 1909, um, and uh, the transmission was really the unique selling point of this car. Um, the engines that were, were offered in the, in the Carter car uh, were a flat two-cylinder engine, and uh, later, they would use four-cylinder engines after 1909. Um, so one other interesting thing, and this is somewhat unfortunate, um, when the founder, Byron J. Carter, uh, passed away, he died when he was trying to start a stalled car. So when he was cranking the, uh, the old hand crank, 
um, starters, the starter kicked back and broke his jaw. And back then, that was a very dangerous thing. And, and unfortunately, he became gangrenous and, and died as a result. And this led to um, Cadillac founder uh, Henry Leland, who was a close friend of Byron Carter, uh, to developing the, um, or I guess, uh, encouraging his uh, engineers to develop this uh, electric vehicle starting system, and that came out in 1912 as a result. Um, so, anyway, kind of an interesting little bit of a departure from our from our last few weeks. But um, yeah, the uh, the friction drive Carter car, um, kind of a neat thing. Unfortunately, most of us think of the CVT as a not a very enthusiast uh, driven transmission, kind of a a lazy kind of uninspiring transmission, but it's pretty interesting to see that even back in the early 1900s, things of of a similar nature were being developed where gears didn't exist and it was simply relying on, on friction and changing change in friction to, uh, to drive the vehicle. One thing I think was interesting and, and this design could have been improved on is where they, um, where the I guess where the position on the on the transverse drum there if you if you move that out radially on the flywheel or on the uh, on the friction drum attached to the motor you could actually increase speed by just translating that drum I don't believe that they they used that but it would be an interesting um, experiment to try uh, for anyone interested in doing that. Um, anyway, that's it for Garage Night this week, uh, Retro Tech Edition. Please tune into our regularly uh, scheduled podcast on Thursdays for more great content. I will see you next week. Thanks.